we put these expectations on God and we say, yeah, if he's going to move, he's going to do it this way. And then when he doesn't do it that way, we're upset. Welcome back to the All of Life Show. I am your host, Stuart White, along with my wife, Alicia. And uh, we, we've had quite the day today. It was a busy day. Something we may not have shared yet is uh, we are uh, involved in leading worship at our church. Um, something we've done together for quite a while. And we love doing it. And yet we also have three children. And so getting kids to church, especially if you're leading worship at a church where you have multiple services and the first one is early, you know, we're having to get up and get to church with our children by like seven o'clock in the morning, get there. So that means we're up at 530, somewhere in that range. Well, so to counteract that, we've been trading off where Alicia will lead uh, with someone one week and I will lead a different week. And then we love still leading together when we can, but uh, it, it just doesn't always work out so well for us. So especially with little kids, they tend to get pretty grumpy. And uh, so this morning, I it is Sunday right now, I got up and was leading worship, going to go head into the church, about to put my shoes on, and I check a message, and the female vocalist that we had singing with us said she had the stomach flu, had been up all night, she was trying to get over it, and could not get over it, and uh, I was like, oh no, well don't don't worry about it, totally understand, but she was also going to be leading two songs, and I was uh, scrambling in my mind, okay, we have to pick a different song, we have to come up with something, and then I went over to my wife, and we just have to have uh, her sister staying the night with us, and uh, and I said, "What if she could watch the kids?" Would well, you come and- first you did the little shoulder rub thing, yeah. <laughs> like, honey, <clears throat> try the gentle wake up. <laughs> if I promise you lots of foot rubs, <laughs> mm-hmm. will you? I did. I, I probably signed a check way bigger than I can cash. Yeah, well, I still haven't yeah. seen uh, any of the. Yeah. However, so Alicia got up and she in record time got ready, and we got to the church. I was only maybe 15 minutes late. Do you know why I can do that in record time? Because I spent a good portion of my teenage years doing my makeup in the car on the way to school. you did. You did. While I was driving. I would not recommend that. No. (laughs) Very unsafe. Uh, Praise the Lord for his Did you know there is actually a term for women doing their makeup while driving in the car? For real? Yep. It is F-A-R-D. Farding. Farding? Yeah. Yeah. Look it up. (laughs) I I remember that from years ago. Um, Is it an acronym or is it just... That's no, the well, term. it's it's uh, I guess it'd be a verb or an adverb or something describing something. Now you're going to challenge me in my years of uh, English grammar. We'll look it up later and include the link in the show notes. <laughs> so all that to say, though, folks, uh, she came in eleventh hour, led two songs, rocked it. It was great. We uh, had a good service. We ha- we had a couple of hiccups. We have two services. The joke is that the first service is the practice service. <laughs> And uh, if you go hopefully to our church no one and you're hearing first this, yeah, just hopefully you're not from first service. So, but we love you anyway, and we appreciate you tolerating uh, any of the hiccups. I, I actually had a moment where uh, we have our words instead of paper now. We have iPads. And the first song I was leading, uh, I was on the last song on there. And I was like, why is the page not turning? And then I look up and the title of the song is the last song instead of the very first song. And I felt like an idiot. So... 
Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's been our day. We've been up since super early, and right now it is uh, pretty late. 11 Yeah, it's PM? like 11 o'clock at night. We're all of our best 1108. Yep. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, when you have little kids and you have lots of stuff going on, we had guests over tonight for dinner. Um, you got to find the time. You got to carve out some time. And Not only that, but I feel like... I feel like when the kids go to bed and my mind, our mind finally, our minds, whatever, finally gets a chance to breathe and we like decompress a little bit, inspiration starts to sneak in. And I feel like when you're recording topics, like for a podcast, it's like you got to jump on it when you, right. when you feel that inspiration. It's like and songwriting. You, yeah. It's <laughs> like you can't just, you know, oh yeah, yeah, I'll save that one for later. Right. And you try and write it down or you hum yeah. it and you're like, oh yeah, I'll remember it. I, yeah. I do that all the time. And uh, that's why I have not written very many songs. <laughs> uh, but the couple that I've written, man, they were, they were killer. Um, <clears throat> okay, babe, what are we going to talk about today? Well, so we had this thought and I was recently reading an article by Ed Welch and uh, we were joking about this because I was like reading it as in recently five minutes ago. <laughs> However, no, I actually read this um, either a day or two ago as I was reading it. I realized, oh, wait, I, I was reading this the other day and I didn't quite finish it. Um, but he he was talking about this idea of your God being the solid God and how he hit this point in his life where he, uh, he'd been like reading Augustine, um, one of the early church uh, fathers. And, and uh, Augustine, it said, he was saying that he tried to cast his cares on the Lord and it didn't work. And that references from 1 Peter uh, 5. Uh, six or seven. And he says that happens all the time. You know, we, we ask Jesus, take this away, take away my misery, take away my troubles, change my circumstances. And we despair when nothing happens. And so we move on to another strategy. And that is what Augustine did. And that's what uh, Ed Welch did. If you haven't read any of Ed Welch's stuff, he is a great uh, author, uh, Christian counselor, doctorate uh, level, and um, works at uh, and writes for CCEF, the uh, Center for Christian Education Foundation, I believe is what it stands for. Don't quote me on that, but uh, has some amazing books. Um, a lot of like uh, addiction counseling and different things. Um, he, he has a way to of speaking and just having compassion. So anyway, I, I appreciate the guy. And this got us thinking though, is what is it in your own life? What is it in my own life where you're upset or you're angry or disappointed with God? Like you've reached out, you've laid it out on the line and you've just, you feel like his answer hasn't come. You don't feel like you got a yes or a no. You don't know what he's doing and you're maybe starting to despair. You're starting to have that heaviness of soul and wondering where is God? What is that in your life? How would you say, hon, that you have had that heaviness where you've been praying and you you feel like, where are you? You have not shown up and, you know, and how do you, you see that God has perhaps been at work now in hindsight and your view of it was simply you expected him to work in a certain way that perhaps he never agreed to you know we put these expectations on god and we say yeah if he's going to move he's gonna do it this way and then when he doesn't do it that way we're upset because he didn't do something that he never signed on to agreed to in the first place um what would you say is something in your life i think 
there have actually been several things recently, but I think the biggest thing was um, with our foster care journey in the last year. Um, after, I mean, starting out having our three biological kids and then having our two foster kids, um, several months into having them with us, it was just incredibly, incredibly difficult. There were a lot of complications in the in the case and with um external relationships and internal relationships and then just um just trying to figure out how to parent five kids two sets of twins um both of our foster kids having a lot of um developmental issues and trying to like navigate that as a first time foster mom um I think just getting to the point of sheer exhaustion and having tried everything on my own um all of the tactics that I could think of reading books um researching online uh, changing parenting I don't know what the word is I'm trying to yeah tactics like just um strategies uh and literally nothing was changing my circumstances and so I finally got to the point where I was sitting on the couch in the living room, just like crying out to the Lord and just being like, I don't understand. I don't understand you. Like you say you're with me. I don't feel you. I don't. But then looking back on that, I realized (laughs) us feeling his presence does not mean that he is not like, if we don't feel his presence, that doesn't mean that he's not there. Um, and and the way that I was looking to feel his presence was him coming in and making my situation easier. And I think looking back on that, I just realized like I put God in this tiny little box that said the only way that I will feel you or know that you're with me is if you make my life easier. And what kind of yeah. BS is yeah. that, you know? I. I often get myself thinking about how we think we're so mature and grown up as we're grown ups, you know, we're legally grown ups. And yet when we have interactions with our kids and one in particular right now uh, is being uh, difficult in certain ways, like very joyful, very pleasant, like, you know, it's our, our middle child and we want her. But uh, her name rhymes with Schmelody. Schmelody. Uh, and, and it it will just be this sudden, utter stubbornness and like believing that this particular action or behavior, a way of kind of throwing a fit essentially is going to get a different result than it did the last time. Like it's going to end up in a consequence. There's going to usually be the loss of something. But what's more interesting is when she throws the fit and that doesn't work, she quickly changes her tactic. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay, I promise, I promise I'll do exactly what you say. And then when that doesn't work, it's a different tactic. Like, like she changes it. It's like, even at, at the age of six is learning to manipulate or at least try to manipulate. And how different is that from what we do with the Lord? Well, Lord, if you just, if you show up, if you change my circumstances, you know, like it'll be for your glory. And, and, and then that doesn't change. And then it's yeah. anger. Like you're like bargaining or yeah, yeah. you say you're going to be with me, but I don't feel you with me. Well, that doesn't mean that I'm not with you, hun. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but then I, I was thinking how reflecting on our own kids and the way they do that, we still do that with God. Mm-hmm. We still do that in our circumstances where we are bargaining or we're begging or we're, we are perhaps being uh, chastened. And I don't mean like 
punished, but uh, shaped and grown and disciplined in a certain area. And, you know, scripture talks about, Paul says, all discipline seems unpleasant at the time, but it's good. It's fruitful. There's growth that comes from this. And we we don't like it. And so we begin to get outraged or we don't see it as discipline coming from God. We just see it as these circumstances stink and whoever, the, the people perpetrating them on me or the situation that I'm in, be it my, my job or lack of a job or be it my um, relationships. relationships or yeah, you name it. We, we begin to take these tactics with God where we think, well, I have done this, like I've, I've done all the right steps. Mm-hmm. Where we got these steps, nobody knows. You probably didn't get them from the Bible, or if you did, it was not a contextual thing. It was like a series of verses strung together and way out of context. Mm-hmm. And so we then end up getting disappointed in a God of our own making. Like what we've done effectively is no different than like, Israel, when they're in the wilderness and they are fearful and they call out to, when Moses is on the mountain, they call out to Moses' brother Aaron and say, make us a God like like we had in Egypt so that we can have something tangibly here to see, to hold. Like, we are very much like that. We want this God to do things the way we think they should be done, to show up in the way we think that he should show up. Can you imagine if while parenting our kids, we... Like if you flip the switch and they are us and we are God, obviously I'm not, I'm just using it as an example, but like if we did everything that our kids asked us to do because um, we wanted them to love us so much that we just gave them whatever they want. Like mm-hmm. they would have teeth full of cavities or mouths full of cavities. Right. They would be 400 pounds. They, they would all the get things to watch all the YouTube. they would make them happy. Yes. Would truly ruin them. Yes. And, but us being older, wiser, we can look and say, we know that that is not good for you, but you do not know that that is not good for you. Just trust me that I know what is good for you. And our father, as our creator, our heavenly father, as our creator, he knows what is good for us. We do not know <laughs> mm-hmm. that what he knows. And to so to even sit there and think like, I don't know that you are faithful because you're not showing up in this situation the way that I think you should. Mm-hmm. What kind of God is worthy of worship if he bends and flexes to our will. Right, right. And and ultimately, isn't it that like scripture talks about we are being conformed. We're we're not uh rather we're not being conformed to the world. We're being transformed into the image of God, to the image of Christ. And you know, if God is coming and going, "Oh, I yeah, you know what? I was going to transform you into my image, but you know what? you had a better idea. I'm going to, I'll transform myself and become what you think I should be. Because like that child who thinks that, you know, their idea of ultimately heaven would be candy all day, no naps, no, like all the Staying good things. Yeah. Don't eat any healthy food. Watch YouTube all day long. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, we were talking about this with somebody recently. Kids' ideas of shows today are funny. Like our kids, they don't really care about, like network TV is, is foreign to them. It's they're like, oh, so like, how do I like fast forward this TV? It, but then there's shows that they want. They want to watch these YouTube shows that are just 
random shows. Literally stories about other people's fake lives yeah. that they don't even live. They're yeah. just making up these fake stories yeah. to get. But it's something about it. You know, it grabs their attention because they think it's real. And, you know, some of it is. It's some, there's some reality to it. It just depends on the show. But anyway, I digress. That's, <laughs> that's a, a whole nother tangent. You sound tangent. like a guy co-commercial. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> I, I don't even know what to say. Well, God is not worthy of our worship if he conforms to our image. We yeah. are being transformed in yeah. his image. He, he's not truly a God to be to be served if he is uh, that easily swayed. And if, if really what I'm saying is we become God in that moment and we demand that he worship and serve us in the way that we need. But the, the beauty is we can come to God and still be real and still be honest. Like you look at the Psalms, you look at David when he's suffering and he's going through these hardships, he doesn't sit there and go, I better say just the right thing. I better cry out in just the right way. Like, help me, oh God, like, because I have spoken to you in the right way or whatever it is. Sometimes he's he's angry. Sometimes mm-hmm. he is, he's honest and real and vulnerable and it's uncomfortable. Like, I read some of them and I'm like, oh man, I don't think I would have the guts to say that, like, out loud to God. Like, mm-hmm. I'd rather make it sound pretty. And As he, if he doesn't know exactly what's yeah, in your heart like, anyway. Like, I can read really hide from him but but yeah i think that that's the beauty is in the gospel there's the gospel word here we go (laughs) we have the freedom like we are fully known we are fully loved we are adopted into the king into the family of god we are sons and daughters of the king and we have every right and as heirs to the to in that kingdom and so with that comes all the rights and privileges that christ has he has imparted to us it's not something we earned it's not something we lose it is something given it has been transferred into our account and so we can come and and god isn't sitting there going oh like we as imperfect parents, sometimes our kids come to us and they're whining about something and they're this or that. And we, you know, if you're a parent, you know, you hit a, you hit a wall, you hit a, a, a limit where you just can't take it anymore. <laughs> we, we had this limit the other day. We, we decided to drive around with our kids all day in the car. Now, granted, that was uh, probably a bad rookie idea. Mistake. Yeah, rookie mistake. You wouldn't think that we've been parents almost 10 years, but we so we're driving around and kids are starting to melt down and we're starting to like melt down like we end up going to lunch and i i think i just had too much coffee but i feel like like i'm developing a tick like i can't <laughs> like every time it's dad 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 i'm like oh what <laughs> and uh yeah so but that's not our god like he what's that song that you know we we pour out our miseries god hears a melody like mm-hmm. there's something to that it's it's a beautiful thing where where we lack the love we lack the patience god has it all and when we bring our cares when we cast them before him he hears them he knows them and it's not his failing when he doesn't show up how we want it's okay to hope it's okay to ask you know he's not going you better ask the right way or i'm not going to do it but even when we are disappointed when we're upset it's better to bring that disappointment to him even than to begin to go well maybe you're you're not really there maybe you don't really love me that's that's the enemy he Mm -hmm. creeps in to create those seeds of doubt and to to 
draw us away, just like he did to our to Adam and Eve. You know, he he tells them the lie to separate them from the truth of God. And it looks so close to reality, but it's not. And we fall for it. You fall for it. But we want to encourage you today. If you're in that place and you feel like I have been praying, I have been pouring out and asking God to do things in this certain way, and you feel disappointed, you feel heartbroken, you are wondering where he is and what he is doing, chances are, and I don't even think chances, I guarantee you he is at work. And I'm saying this as someone who is there with you in the trenches going, sometimes going, yeah, where is he? What is he doing? Why would he allow this to happen, this suffering and pain in our lives and this misery. How can this be good? How can this be used? And sometimes we're going to get that answer in this life, but there's probably going to be more often that we will not know until we can look back in glory with God. And and maybe we won't even care at that point. Like all those cares that we were so consumed with, we'll look back and go, it just seems so, so small in light of his glory. But what I want to encourage everyone, you want to encourage everyone, hun, in is start seeing that glory now. Just like that article we, we referenced in the beginning. How solid is your God? Is he the immovable, unchangeable, perfect God? Worthy of your worship. Worthy of your worship. Or is he only worthy of your worship when ultimately you think he's worshiping you and serving you in the way that you deem the thing you need the most because you believe that you know better than even God himself what it is that your heart would be most satisfied in. If you truly consider him as your heavenly father, then can you accept that he can see his plan for your life better than you can? He knows what is best for you more than you know. And can you trust that? But also, can you understand and know that just like the perfect father, no matter how whiny you are or how much you kick and fight because you don't like the plan, he still loves you that your whininess or um or fighting back doesn't change how much he loves you and wants to be with you um as as you struggle and grow yeah i i want to finish out with just a snippet from that article uh and i will uh, put it in the show notes and reference it so uh a i don't get busted for uh copyright or something and this is not mine this is ed welch from uh, ccef but he says and he's just being honest here my god is not always solid but my god has been one of these solid uh, those solid times was during what felt like a particularly perilous moment jesus rescued me through very simple spiritual realities. God is great and strong. I am a sinner completely forgiven and loved. My God was overall rather than in a win some, lose some battle. My sins were the only thing that could keep me from his protection, but in Christ I have been forgiven, and so nothing could separate me from him. Pulling out some uh, Romans chapter 8 right there. That's some awesome stuff. Remember that. that it, he, he goes on, he says, apart from these realities, our God will be a mere wisp who is more conjured genie than Holy Spirit. This is an inviolable truth. So if your God seems to be that wisp, that genie, that why isn't he conjuring up when I'm doing the things, you need to take a moment and ask yourself, wait a minute, am I talking about the real God or am I making something in my mind in expecting something of God that is not 
the way he is working in this moment or he chooses to work in this moment. And because that's not God, that's an idol. Yeah. You're, we manufacture these idols and then we get mad at God when he doesn't reinforce our idol. (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, folks, we really appreciate you taking the time with us and listening to the show. Uh, We have more episodes coming and we can't wait to hear from you again. You can reach out to us at feedback at alloflifeshow.com. You can also find us on Instagram at the at alloflifeshow. As well as Twitter at uh, slash alloflifeshow. We'd love for you guys to message us ideas or things that you're struggling with. We want to encourage you um, and we want to include your thoughts and topics on the podcast. So please reach out if you have any comments. Yep. Oh, and uh, make sure if you uh, are on Facebook, join the Facebook page. And yeah, again, drop us a comment. Tell us what you love. Tell us what you hate. Hopefully it's love, but we're open to uh, constructive. Either way, we love you. Yeah, we love you. There will be more episodes to come. Can't wait to hear from you. Let's dance it out, babe. Yep, dancing it out.